Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have two special guests with us, and we're going to talk about an upcoming initiative here in the Educational Hope world. And let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Granvivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis. I'm the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I'm the director of teams and training. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations and to have fun along the way. The hope is of this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners and supporters, informed as what's happening here in Ecuador. Because we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. <laughs> you might have noticed that Ray Louise is not with me again today. But we have two more wonderful guests. We have my co-founder, Chip Smith. Good morning, Chip. Good morning. And his radio voice. <laughs> and our Eagles H executive director, Celeste Bundy. Good morning. She's back. Yay. These two have come down to Ecuador for a myriad of activities, <laughs> some of which were surprises. Um, and But Roberta's birthday was not a surprise. And Juan Carlos Quinones' ordination to bishophood. I should... There's a pro- Knight, knighthood. Bishopness. <laughs> um, it has been a wonderful week of celebration, but we thought we'd take advantage of the fact that Chip and Celeste are in country to give you a sneak peek of a new thing that's coming. Who's going to start, Chip or Celeste? Well, first, let's talk about the weekend a little bit. <laughs> Celeste. So we are here in Ecuador because our dear friend Cameron um, recently celebrated 20 years of ministry here in Ecuador. And um, thanks to a great team of um, surprise party planners, Caroline Allen and Jorge Luis and Chip and Laura Estevez, um, we were able to um, bring together friends from North America and here in Ecuador to celebrate our dear friend Cameron and the difference that she's made in the lives of um, of our friends and communities and so many people here in Ecuador and around the world. Um, my, uh, I'm going to go in for a heart check because I think I'm getting a little weak around the heart. There were so many surprises and so um, many tears and so many tears and so many wonderful people and so much love. And, uh, the, I was telling a friend this morning, I was reading Psalm 23 this morning and I just feel like God has, um, had me lie down in green pastures and let me mm. beside still waters to refresh my soul mm. and, I'm really, really thankful to get to work with y'all and to all the people who flew down and all our ministry partners here that came together. There was a big banquet on Saturday night, which wasn't supposed to be, a, it was supposed to be Roberta's birthday dinner, <laughs> and he shoves me through the door first, and all sorts of youth world people and our ministry partners, and then everyone had flown down, and it was overwhelming, uh, embarrassment of riches in the best, most wonderful way. It was just a wonderful celebration of what Cameron started down here 20 years ago. And we're just, Educating with Hope just formed during those years. And I'm just so happy I was able to walk with her through this whole process. And, and with Celeste, and it was just, it was just an amazing weekend, an amazing celebration. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Cameron. And well, thank, uh, I do not want to rob anybody the blessing of giving. So <laughs> you're welcome. But the real story is the team, because we wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be here without. 
Jip having co-founded and without Celeste steering the ship and the executive directorship for the last almost years. four years, mm. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are. This is, this is an entirely team effort, and this is because we all have the focus of um, what is most important, and that is loving God and helping people know how much they are loved by God. Right. Um, so. That's why we do what we do every day. It is, it is. And it's incredible to get to work together to do that. So thank you. And just, <laughs> so that's what countries are we in now? Um, Education Equals Hope has grown from um, our programs here in Ecuador to uh, we have partnerships and um, ministry sites in Haiti. We have three sites there. Uh, we're also in um, Rwanda, where we work with a school for the blind and visually impaired. And then we have seven ministry sites in Kenya. And we also have a program in Costa Rica and recently have launched an after-school program in Lancaster, South Carolina. So we have a domestic program now, which is super exciting. Absolutely. And there are conversations possibly to reopen in Uganda. You guys are headed to Africa this July to to lay eyes on people that we had partnered with before. And then for things beyond our control, we were... Um, that stop for a little bit and hopefully come back. And then y'all yesterday, um, sorry to talk about real time, but yesterday after the ordination, I was able to take um, a number of the people who had come in for Juan Carlos's ordination out to the Equator Monument because you can't come to Ecuador. And one of the, without going to the Equator Monument, and one of those people um, is a priest in Guayaquil which feels like a foreign country, but it's actually <laughs> still Ecuador, um, just in the coastal area. And he's going to come to the office this morning. He's working in a really marginalized... Um, people who've been here know that we talk about hot weather poverty and cold weather poverty. Here in, in the highlands, it's more of a cold weather poverty, and he's working in hot weather poverty, which is more out visible just, just right there, um, that uh, poverty of condition. Um, and doing so much to support the community where this Episcopal Church is. And so he's coming to the office today um, to, to investigate what might it look like for us to expand into Guayaquil. It's so exciting to see how God just brings people into our paths and builds partnerships and relationships when we're really not expecting that. You Absolutely know? not. I was not expecting to, to do that on a 35-minute car drive, but I'm like, wait a second. Let me tell you what we do. How can we work together? Just incredible people. His name is Hyro, so you can pray for Reverend Hyro and Guayaquil. So, um, so that's a inadvertent sneak peek because <laughs> we hope to be able to work with him. Um, but you guys are here to talk about something specific. What is that? Yeah. Dun, so, dun, dun. drum roll, please. Um, we are so excited to announce a new initiative um, being brought about by Education Equals Hope. Um, called hope2othersfilters.org. Um, H2O, Hope to Others, is a um, is just kind of a brain trust of, of Chip. You know, he is a visionary. Wait, and Chip had another new idea? I know. It's, you know, it's... It's more of a dreamer than a visionary. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, um, and we have recently had a conversation with Ben Tanguli, who is our ministry leader in... Kenya, about um, just the importance of education um, in his country, but also around the world. And he shared with us um, that he feels that North Americans do not understand the value of education in a third world country. And by that, I've heard you say it before, and I just want to tease that out a little bit. Like the the value, it's just what you can, what doors are open to you if you have any sort of education and what doors are closed to you if you don't. So if you don't know how to read and write, 
in Africa, anywhere in the world, really, but especially in his context where he is in, in Kenya, those students have no hope or no future. Exactly. Yes. It's that value that the, we're, we're not talking about a, a airy fairy eye concept of education and algebra. We're talking about the ability to be able to provide for yourself in the world. Exactly. The reading, writing and arithmetic of the olden days, you know, of just being able to um, really and then the soft skills, you know, being able to advocate for yourself, having being able to build relationships with other people. Um, it is a, truly a desperate and difficult situation. And, and um, being able to be Ben, being a voice for the students in Katali, Kenya. He, we, we have again seven partnerships there, um, and the opportunity for a multitude of. Uh, and it's hard growth. to understand that if you haven't. I mean, we see that here too, right? It's hard to understand unless you've been boots on the ground and seen it. And it is actually a little bit harder to get to Kenya than it is to Ecuador. It, just a little, a little bit, but it's worth it. Absolutely. But so I, I'm sorry, I derailed you. You were saying that he was sharing that it was hard to share the vision, is hard to have people grasp the concept of just how desperate and difficult the situation is and how important education is. And so he had kind of gotten discouraged about trying to um, trying to find people who would come alongside the education of the students he works with. Is exactly. that what you're saying? Exactly. And so um, I shared that with Chip over, um, over our time together and... Um, again, as a dreamer, visionary, um, Chip's background is in filtration, and um, and we all know the tangible needs of of our friends around the world, like water and clothing and food, and um, and with Chip's background, uh, he has found a solution for a clean water filter um, that we are launching with our partners in Kenya. So we have um, ten filters currently there that are being tested and um, people are being trained to use and how the benefits of clean water. And we've already seen just um, a huge, huge interest in, in this opportunity that will then allow our students to not miss, ed- miss school due to waterborne illnesses. Um, we've um, seen ways for people to really engage with their community of providing clean water to them that they may not have had access to in the past. So it's just a really exciting time, and we're so excited to share with you about it this morning. So I love the tagline of Hope to Others, that education begins with clean water. Right? Did did I get that right? Excuse me, it does, but we all know uh, clean water helps you live. Oh, well, c- clearly but and obviously. In our but context, if they cannot go to school because they're sick, because of dirty water, yes. Now, I heard, um, Chip, you talking about the microns. or yeah. the, to Tell us about that real quick. Here's the most interesting side of it. <laughs> <laughs> the technical part of it, it's a basically a hollow fiber membrane type filter. Um, <laughs> All you scientists, listen up. <laughs> well... It looks like a bunch of spaghetti in a tube, basically, and the water comes in and it goes through the little tube and goes out the other side. It's a very simple concept, but it can go down to 0.01 microns. So put that in perspective, uh, human hair is 70 microns, beet sand is 70 microns, talcum powder is about 40 micron in size. Micron is a size. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you go down to like... um, White blood cells, 28 micron. Uh, red blood cell, it's 8 micron. Mm-hmm. So we go down even further that to point, 1.0. No, no. What is it? 0.1 micron. Yes. 0.1. 0.01. That's it. There we go. We'll There's get it out. the we'll math. Get it out. Point 
0.01 microns. Right, right. So this is these filters are able to filter out all of the waterborne illnesses, typhoid, cholera, yes. um, j- parasites, amoebas, bacteria, bacteria. Yep, yep, yep. And and so growing up in North America and even living in the city of Quito where we have really great water, you just turn on the tap and there it is, boom. We've all seen, I imagine, the documentaries of <coughs> so my takeover, I'm coughing. <coughs> yeah, so um, I was actually just thinking about that of, you know, as a North American, if I, I love water. So if I am thirsty, I just go and I turn on a tap and there's a clean water that's provided to me pretty much for free. It's very nominal cost. But our friends around the world just don't have that opportunity. Our, some of our students walk up to three miles round trip just to gather dirty water from a river or a stream that, you know, obviously there's animals that use that as a drinking source as well. Um, people use it to bathe or to wash their clothes. So there's just a, um, it's just kind of disgusting. There's no really um, better word for it. Um, so they gather that water and then take it home. And previously, they've had to actually boil it to get it to a point for consumption, um, which still leaves a lot of bacteria and dirt and disease in the water. Um, but with the Hope to Others filter, um, they will gather their water, um, bring it home, and then um, through a very simple gravity-filled process. Um, gravity-filled? Gravity, yeah, that was gravity. Flow. Flow. It's an F word. Good job. I'm back, everyone. All right. Um, Yeah. So through gravity, it will, um, and through the filter, it will process this, um, you know, not so appealing water into something that is life giving. Um, So basically, it's a very simple operation. You have a five gallon bucket, a hose that connects to another five gallon bucket that has the filter on it. So the gravity flow. Come, just drips down to the to the bottom bucket. It's very simple. That's the beauty of this whole thing. It's very very simple. And so, you don't need electricity. Nope, you don't need electricity. You don't need anything. We say it does two or three hundred gallons a day. Wow. And we're saying it lasts you know four to five or six years. So the only really thing you have to do to to, to keep the fil- filter operating is you have to backwash it, which means you take clean water and reverse the flow and flush all the particulate out, mm-hmm. and then you're ready to go. And so that's the beauty of it. It would be more considered a point-of-use filter instead of a community filter mm-hmm. or a community water system. So that's why it's, it's, it's an easy thing for us to do and get involved. In a, in a particular house, in a school, and... Mm-hmm. In a school, you'd have multiple filters set up because you have a lot of consumption of water. Mm-hmm. But in the house, two to three hundred gallons a day, you could do more if you clean it, then turn it, then fill it back up. No, how does hope hope what? Okay, here we go. Water is education begins with clean water. Actually, all of life begins with clean water. But mm-hmm. we are education was hope, sure. so we're going to focus on the education part. Um, how does how is this going to play into to the financials of? of E equals H and um, raising money for that incredibly important gift of education? Sure. Um, that's a really great question. So uh, we are going to be asking for a $50 donation. Um, and would love to have monthly donors be able to support this long term. Uh, the first $50 will provide the filter and a bucket, um, the necessities for the filter to be provided to a student. 
Um, we're going to go very deep with two of our local communities in Kenya first, just so that we can provide statistics to you guys of increased attendance and uh, fewer illnesses, those types of things, because we really want to measure the success because we, we do feel like this can grow um, astronomically. Um, so that first $50 will provide everything that the student and their family needs. The to, to run the water. To system. run the water, to, to have the filter in their home. Mm -hmm. The subsequent um, months will then help the student go to school. Mm -hmm. So, um, And then we are going to be suggesting that we replace the filter um, every other year mm -hmm. um, just to make sure that we are continuing to honor, um, honor the thing, that the belief that clean water is so important. Um, so although the system could last up to uh, five to six years, we want to um, just be ahead of the, uh, ahead ahead of the, the curve, curve just, yes, in cases. just to make and, sure. And see how it all plays out. And Absolutely. knowing <clears throat> knowing different contexts and um, marginalized areas, um, we may be able to replace that filter every two years, but they will probably keep using that filter until they so, see that it is um, not they're not going to pay attention to an expiration date. That's true. <laughs> if That's it's true. useful, they're just going to keep on going. And the only thing you'll see is the filter gets dirty. The the the, the filter the clean clean water will slow down, mm -hmm. and eventually it will stop filtering because the the, the hollow just, fiber just fills up. It fills up, and yeah. then you're so done. they will understand that when the water just is no more water. Right. Yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. it's very simple. Well, I guess what excites me more about it is working with Ben, and we've only sent 10 filters over there. Mm -hmm. And the villages those filters are in, people are coming up and asking about clean water. Wow. And, you know, where did it come from? They've heard it in the villages. And, you know, we always start these things with our North American attitudes and what happens when God gets involved with the whole mm -hmm. process of it. It just continually amazes me. And we hope that Ben will use it more to bring people to church and their kids and families and stuff. So we're use really it as a well, yeah. it's just like it seems to me an amazing opportunity for a tool like Educational's mm -hmm. Hope. We we want to do the education, but it has turned into a tool of discipleship and pastoral care for the ministry sites. It's an it's an excuse to come together. It's an excuse to be in community and and do this life together. And I. I know that um, that'll happen in Kenya, too, with clean water. It's amazing. Yeah. And like we were talking last night of um, relationship is really the... I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, it is a um, foundation of this organization, you know, um, which is really amazing to, for, for us to have this new tool to build relationships with more people around the world mm -hmm. um, and provide hope. Through education and now clean water. And remind them how very, very, very much they are loved and seen. Absolutely. By their dignity of clean water. And the dignity of the dignity of every human being. There's that uh, Episcopal baptismal covenant covenant and, yeah. and water is certainly certainly yeah. part I mean, of that. Could, how can you go to school if you if you have diarrhea? I mean I know I know it's crazy, but you know, I mean we, we take all that for granted. I mean it's just, you know, what about typhoid? They ask about typhoid, Celeste. Sure, yeah. So um, our friends in Kenya are getting ready to enter their rainy season. And one of our um, partners there mentioned, you know, um, when it is the rainy season, they really have no idea what, gets, what goes into their well. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we can all imagine what that could possibly look like. Um, and he mentioned, you know, this will help um, fight against typhoid and malaria mm -hmm. um, just because of uh, the process of having clean water will allow them um, just uh, the access to clean water is really life-changing. Um, it, is, it is very exciting. And as Chip mentioned, um, you know, some of the things that we don't consider as North Americans, um, you know, 
when's the last time you've heard of someone passing away from diarrhea, right? But our friends in Uganda actually just reached out to us and shared that one of their students had um, had, had died because he didn't of waterborne have, illness. Of mm-hmm. waterborne illness, and, and you know, those are the things that really open our eyes to the needs of, of friends and students around the world. That um, something as simple as a filter could have potentially saved his life, and and that's heartbreaking that we're just a few months too late for him. But but then we we grieve with hope because hopefully this will save other lives in the future. Here, here. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> um, if you would like to be a part of Educational's Hope, if you'd like to be a part of Hope to Others Filters, um, please go to www.educationalshope.org. Find the Donate Now button. Send me an email, Cameron at educationalshope.org or Celeste at educationalshope.org. Um, we cannot do any of this without you, and we're so grateful for you. Thanks for joining us. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.